Go cry in the ears. This is the Amplified Bible, so it'll be a little louder. Go cry in the ears of Jerusalem, saying, Thus saith the Lord, I earnestly remember, I earnestly remember the kindness and devotion of your youth. Your love after your betrothal in Egypt and marriage at Sinai when you followed me in the wilderness in a land not so. Now let me give you the background of this so that if, if you're not versed that much in Scripture, you'll understand what's going on here. God, Jehovah God, is saying to Israel, whom he considered his wife. After they came into the land, he referred to them as his wife, saying to them, I remember your betrothal in Egypt. Remember when you were in Egypt and you cried out to me. I came and got you. I came and got you and I brought you out. You were betrothed to me. And at Sinai, what happened at Sinai? The covenant between God and the people were, was cemented and they were married. He was married to Israel even though, as we know, a whole generation had to pass away before he could bring them into the promised land. Now, there's a little more to this. In Jewish tradition, whenever they were betrothed and then married, what would happen is when the betrothal took place, the bride and the groom were pledged to one another. The groom would go away, and he would prepare a house, and the bride would remain with her folks. However, she never knew when he was coming back. And then the groom would come back, at whatever time he appointed to come, he would bring a wedding party with him, and surprise of surprise, he would come into her house, whisk her up, and take her off. Of course, there'd be a ceremony and all that stuff, but that is the background, even from coming into the New Testament, that we can understand this Scripture from. So then, here's what the, the Scripture is saying. God is saying, I remember Israel when I brought you out of Egypt. When our relationship was in the infant stage and you were young in your relationship with me, how you went after me. You say, how did they go after him? Well, in that testing in the Sinai Desert, that generation that would not obey God passed away. But that generation that he raised up that was going into the promised land, they followed him in obedience every day 40 years. 40 years. Don't you say that you're too old to be used of God. Don't you say you're too young to be used of God. Don't you say you're not educated enough to be used of God. Don't you say any of those things. Just like Brandy said this morning and others have said, bless God, if God raises you up, you go after him because he will anoint you for the task at hand. And so then he says, I remember that. Why is he saying this? There's a lament in his voice. There's a cry in his voice. There's a lonesomeness, if you will. In the voice of God, I remember that. Sometimes husbands and wives look back on those years and they say, I remember when we were young together. Oh, how we loved each other, how romantic and how... And now it's just kind of died out. I hope that hasn't happened in your marriage. I am here to tell you after 30-some years it gets better. Amen. It gets better, church. It don't get worse. It gets better. Grouchy people didn't become grouchy overnight. They practiced it for years. Stingy people didn't become stingy overnight. They practiced it for years. How many stingy Christians here this morning? Raise your hand. You never know. You might catch one off guard. <laughs> How many generous Christians here this morning? Some of you don't have your hand up. <laughs> God's saying, I miss you. I miss our time together. It hurts me. Do you know that the Bible speaks of grieving the Spirit? You cannot grieve in it. You can only grieve a person. To grieve means to make sorrowful. When we 
distance ourselves and withhold the affection that God so desires from us that you realize that it grieves him, it makes him sorrowful. That's why I'm so glad to be in a church that is full of praise and full of worship.